Hello, ghouls and ghoulettes, or whatever you want to say about Halloween. Welcome to the Disney Deconstructed Podcast, Halloween Spooktacular. With one exception, we'll barely talk about Disney. On today's show, <laughs> we're going to discuss all the Halloween festivities in a couple different theme parks. We'll talk about Horror Nights at Universal, some Oogie Boogie Bash stuff, and of course, Not Scary Farm that Jake attended and I did not. So, Jake, say hi. Hello. Hey, everybody. What's up? Okay, so let's get into it, Jake. We both attended Universal's Halloween Horror Nights. That's kind of the big daddy of them all. So uh, give me some initial thoughts. You have the frequent fear pass, right? Yeah, so yeah, just really quickly before we super dive into Mm -hmm. it, um, as I'm sure if anybody listens to the show frequently, it should be pretty apparent. You know, I grew up in LA, so ever since like seventh or eighth grade, I've been going to Horror Nights specifically, like, you know, once every season maybe twice if like i had two separate group of friends that were going and i just love it i always have and always will it's such a fun and unique and specific event um but this year is my senior year at school where you know whatever so we're all in la who knows what i'm going to be doing next year and moving forward with my actual life so i figured while i'm still in la and have a decent amount of free time i got the frequent fear pass and i've been three times with hopefully 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 i can go this sunday for like the very last day in november a post and, uh, halloween horror nights trip. A post halloween horror nights and it's been nothing but fun i'm super excited to talk about it with you mm. and your relationship with horror nights is oh boy so i okay some context about me halloween is my favorite time of the year Bar none. Love Christmas. No shade at Christmas, but I am a big uh, horror movie fan. I'm I'm really into like 80s schlock, like really bad horror films. Like, for example, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which was amazing horror nights, which we'll talk about in a little bit, I'm sure. Um, So I, but I'd never been to Halloween Horror Nights. I'd never been to a haunted house. When I was little, I went to like one haunted house at like my local, like, harvest carnival and it scared me so much that i never wanted to go to one again um and then i I was as a kid i was scared of everything that's the irony is that i was literally scared of everything (laughs) um i used to make my mom turn around dvd covers of scary movies when i would walk down aisles because it would freak me out oh my god then i grew up to be like the devilish person i am which makes no sense yeah my mom always texts me and she's like how did you become this i'm like i don't know mom i literally don't know (laughs) um but yeah, I'm really into horror and stuff, but I'd never been to like a proper haunted house since I was probably six years old at like a really cheesy Harvest Carnival one. So, and I yeah. didn't want to go back because I didn't, I don't know, there's something different between like a horror movie, watching it on a screen and then having that scary thing in your face, oh, like interacting with you on a very personal mm-hmm. one-to-one level. So I had never wanted to revisit and I told myself this year when I saw that Universal was doing Killer Clowns I was like okay I have to go because I love that yeah. movie so much I have to go I can't I have to awesome. get over this and just go and I didn't know how I was going to react okay so I reacted and uh I thought <laughs> I loved that so much I didn't want to yeah. leave my oh, group yeah. was super tired we'd all been up we did the 2 p.m ticket to closing so we got to see regular yeah. universe studios hollywood open for like three-ish hours we've been all of it in which Hogwarts. i'm super jealous of because yeah. as we'll talk about a little bit later spencer got to go into harry potter land forbidden I did. journey i went to hogwarts it was i have a lot oh. of thoughts about universal that have awesome. not really awesome haven't had yeah, this in a while will be our de facto universal episode as well exactly yeah we'll talk we'll talk some universal but so yeah we did the 2 p.m ticket and it was like 12 hours in the parks we were all super tired the night before we went to a halloween party it was it was halloween oh. so like we were kind of going 
going full speed right. for like three straight days. So we left around 1230 and I didn't want to go. My group was like, does anyone want to do anything else? And I was like, I could go to a couple more mazes, but I know you guys don't want to, so let's leave because I'm a team yeah. player. <laughs> <laughs> but I love this event. I think there's nothing like it that I'd ever been to. It was so much fun. I was surrounded by like my people and a different kind of my people. There are a few oh, things yeah. I'm very passionate about. I love Disney. I love the Disney community. But this was like a very different type of fan base. And it was a different side of like a fandom that I'm in, but I've never really like it was like going to a horror convention, kind of. It's kind of what it felt yeah, like. Um, yeah, that's probably what I imagine they're like. Yeah, it was It was so much fun. I have so many thoughts. But yeah, Horror Nights was... I was excited, nervous. I had a great time. I did get scared, like terrified mm, a couple times. Yeah. So um, Spencer and I talked a little and it was, uh, uh, you know, because we went separately, but it was uh, very apparent that we had lots of things to say. So we had to cut oh, yes. the conversation off super fast. Um, we just save it so, for this. <laughs> yeah. One specific thing that I wanted to hear from you, because I have a clear cut answer is mm -hmm. at Horror Nights, what did you think was the scariest maze this year? Oh, like gosh. actually where you got terrified okay. from something. Okay. Um, I, have a, I have like a couple answers to this question. Oh, so the one that scared me the most that physically got me the best was Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh my goodness. The very ending where um, Dana Azul like reaches out at you. I just didn't see coming. So, okay, Wait, here's which, some context. I don't remember that part at so all. They, well, they do like actor switch and stuff. So maybe you missed it. But I, every other maze, I was kind of in the middle of my group and we were all like holding each uh, other because we were all like scared, having fun. But in Ghostbusters, the rest of my group ahead of me was walking so fast. So me and my girlfriend got separated. And Horror oh, Nights no. typically works like if there's a girl, this is like not sexist, it's just like playing oh, on stereotypes. Oh, it's absolutely true. And that's totally yeah, okay. It's totally okay. But they will prey on girls because mm -hmm. they know that like girls will get more of a reaction. They're loud screamers, that kind of thing. Not the case in my relationship. I was terrified <laughs> and Elaine, my girlfriend, was super calm and chill the whole time. But we That's got hilarious. separated from the rest of our group. So they're all ahead of us. So we were going into rooms like with not seeing the flashing light beforehand and like not hearing the scares because a lot of horror That's nights. That's awesome though. You get to yes. you get the scene and the show the yes. way it's intended not as opposed seeing to walking in halfway the room through. And then being like, yeah, oh exactly. crap, oh crap. And like running from what you know is going to jump uh -huh. out of you. So Ghostbusters was just basically me alone in the house for the most part. Like Elaine awesome. wasn't scared. I was just experiencing everything head on. And it was – it was crazy. I knew at the very beginning when you have that weird, like, green, not Slimer, but at the beginning we have that skeleton face guy that, like, laughs when the light turns yeah, on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that scared me, and I was like, oh, God, this is going to be, this is going to not be fun. Um, <laughs> like, it was super fun because I loved Ghostbusters, and I loved all, like, the cheesy stuff with Slimer and Stay Puffed and all that. But the very ending, when you're walking by, like, the Zool dog, you know, when they're like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah I got you. Like, the second like, to last room before yes, Marshmallow and the guy. Zool dog didn't get me because I kind I could see him because we went very early. It was, like, 630-ish. So, my eyes yeah. were not adjusted to the dark yet. So, I kind of mm -hmm. see the outline of it. So, when the light turned on, I was like, ah, but I knew it was there. But I did not see the woman who was in the next room at all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I walk in, I'm like, I know oh, exactly I, what you're talking yeah, about. Because you see the exit signs. I'm like, oh, I made it through the maze. And the light turns on. And this woman, I don't think the scare actors accounted for how tall I am. Because oh, there no. were many, many occasions where they were about to punch me in the face. Because I was <laughs> that just. That happens, man. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to roll with the punches. No no uh, pun intended. Yeah, literally. I was so close. And she yanked back fast when she noticed, oh, I'm going to hit this guy. Because yeah. I'm taller than. The average person, I'm like six four, um, but yeah, I'm walking not, through that yeah. room. 
Uh-huh. Go, go, so, go. yeah, I'm walking through that room and I'm like, okay, the maze is over. I see the exit sign and she, the light turns on and she like reaches out and I like, I screamed, but not like, I couldn't so control funny. it. I screamed and legitimately like ran out of the room. Right. And I get out you there. Have, and yeah. I had like, I had like a fight or flight moment and I flight. Mm-hmm. I like ran out. <laughs> so yeah, that one. The one, the one time I ever had that much was i don't know how many years ago they had an insidious maze which i had never seen the Mm. movie it was tucked away they don't do mazes back there anymore for whatever reason but it was tucked like kind of behind jurassic park jurassic world yeah and it was very early in the maze i i was definitely in like early high school it was a long time ago and i'm looking it was like when you enter like the nether or like whatever they call that like spooky town in in the insidious universe oh, 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 oh Oh God! What's like you it walk through the door, the further, the further, the further. That's what it is. Yes. And uh, and there's like a really cool set piece with the the guy in the red, like the demon red guy. Yes, he looks like and Darth he's Maul. Like, <laughs> exactly, and he's like doing a thing behind these bars. And I was watching it, and I like to think that I I like like I appreciate the show elements, and like I try to digest the story <laughs> in these things because it it's really cool, dude. If you think about oh, Horror Nights enough, yeah, it's like peak interactive theater storytelling the like it's like production yeah. quality like the production oh, value is unbelievable i'll get to that mm-hmm. in a second but that was one of yeah. my big takeaways but continue please but i'm just saying uh, so i'm looking at this really cool set piece i'm like wow that's super creepy whatever whatever and i kind of felt something like over my shoulder behind me and i turn around and the there must have been another red demon actor like i shit you not like two three inches from my face and that was the most fight or flight i've ever had and i chose flight as well i booked it into the next room and then my you know my friends are gone and i'm still in like this weird mood and i come back and the the actor knew i was completely out of it so then he was it was like the i felt claustrophobic and Mm. like genuinely in that moment yeah yeah like it was and i was also significantly younger and unlike you i'm super short might as well be like one of the scared girls at that point (laughs) so it was that was the most scared i had ever been at horror nights but to talk about this year which is what we should be talking about yes by far uh is for me house of a thousand corpses was the scariest thing i didn't go into that one yeah yeah that was i think it might be not a placebo but it was the first maze that i did out of any of the trips like this year the first maze i did was house with thousand corpses well, right by the just, entrance yeah exactly and it never has a line mm-hmm. um but i i don't know with that one i felt like it was genuinely trying to scare you like it was trying to set up the goriest and the craziest scares and it was like the actors are really in your face and into it when you cut to in your minds I know you just said the scared, the most scared you got was on Ghostbusters, but Ghostbusters for the most part is supposed to be like fun. It's it's and very fun. Yeah, exactly. And on, you know, Stranger Things, it's like you walk through the coolest set pieces of the show, but it's not like people are trying to kill you. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like, oh, that was a really cool part of the show. It's awesome that I'm standing here now and things like that. But I definitely felt like House of a Thousand Corpses. I went on it one other time. I've been on each maze a couple times now because I have the past, but I think I've only gone on House of a Thousand Corpses twice, and each time it really freaked me out. So yeah. that, that's by far my my scariest moment was on that maze for sure. That was one of the few I didn't do. I didn't do that, Pandora, 
us or the Wolfman one. Um, okay. Just because we lines were so long, we were short on time. Unfortunately, it is yeah. a really crowded. If you event. don't have a fear pass or the express pass, it's it's impossible to do everything you in one really night. You really have to know you got to You if you want to do everything. You have to get there for early entrance. We did get you early entrance, to, but we decided yeah. to ride Jurassic World instead of doing the mazes in the beginning, oh. which was a bad move. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, that, you have to kind of know like the crowd flow of this event and all that kind of stuff. But anyways. Um, we had a great time. We went with the flow. I mean, we didn't feel yeah, pressured, yeah, yeah. which was nice. As you should. Because yeah. that's the – it's a much better – I mean, you know, like to talk about our Disney World trip, we didn't do every single little thing. Mm-hmm. But – we would have been exhausted and arguing with each other the whole time right. if we had like that strict of a schedule, but we were allowed to be a little loosey goosey and, and whatever, which yeah. is how these kinds of things should be. Absolutely. Anyway, so just to talk just like about the event, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I always find it really cool. Like the, the way that they get you to the back lot through the scare zone. And then they oh, had that yes. other like hellish scare zone. Mm-hmm. And this year they had a lot more like, food options and like things to do mm-hmm. in the back lot where years prior it was really just like here are the two mazes do them or don't but now yeah. they have like some kind of pop-up things which i thought was cool mm-hmm. um i thought i don't know just like what do you zones. think about all that kind of stuff i just thought it was so much fun the scare zones were something i really took away like this is such a cool idea where oh, you're just yeah. like you have to where they force you to walk through them to get somewhere to get <laughs> yeah, down yeah. to the back lot of like ghostbusters and wolfman frankenstein and creep show Creepshow. and clowns you have to go through mm-hmm. Toxic Tunnel, which I thought was the funniest thing in the entire world. It's the yeah, strobe light tunnel, so you can't see anything, basically anything. They basically blinding you. Yeah, um, epilepsy when, town. Yeah, when the lights <laughs> turn on, there's just like weird, deformed, like goofy neon zombies yeah. like, in your face. And it's just so much fun. Scare zones, I thought, were like the epitome of just like fun and ridiculous. Like yeah, there was a person in be. my party who was like, I don't like when they touch my face. One of the actors hurt her or get in my face. One of the actors hurt her and literally of just course. put his finger between her eyes and walked with her for like five minutes. And uh-huh. it was so funny. It's like, yeah. they're not breaking character, but they know that they're there, to, that they're having fun. You can tell that the people who do it are just having so much fun. Um, Absolutely. I will say to kind of bring knots into the conversation, I know mm-hmm. you didn't get to go. I've, I've, Probably went three years in a row now. Maybe I skipped a year in between there. But um, a takeaway that I had from all of this, and you know, we'll get into like the specific Horror Nights mazes and things mm-hmm. like that. But I don't know if any. First things first. I think it's so cool that like the two, to- definitely top five best Halloween events in the whole entire world have to be Horror Nights and Not Scary Farm, and they're Absolutely. like right down the street from us, which is so cool. Yeah. But I I do have to say, I think not. At its very best, like their best mazes and like the coolest walkthroughs of the of the their version of a scare zone and things like that are better than Universal at its very best. But the thing is, with Knots, I feel like there's a big drop off. Like there's two or three mazes that are like you could tell they put a lot of production value. They have really cool backstories and a ton of actors and things like that. And mm. then there's a big drop off on like repeat mazes and things like that that right. it's clearly found in. Where with Universal, there there it's pretty noticeable that there's like a couple mazes that they want to be like the standout special mazes of that year. Right. Ghostbusters being one of them. But the thing is, with a more run of the mill maze like Pandora's Box or Holidays in Hell or whatever it is. It's still super good and fun. Yeah. Where, yeah, that's just the thing. But also with like knots, the scare zones, the, the actors will talk to you. 
and they'll they'll definitely single you out and walk with you throughout the whole entire thing uh and it's it's definitely a more lighthearted. It feels like you're kind of in somebody's backyard, uh-huh. nuts, which is awesome. Where horror nights, you're literally on a back lot, so you're having like a movie. You're like walking through movies. It's kind of exactly. what it felt like. You're going through it's set pieces quality, of famous horror films, which is um, the way it should be because Knott's so Berry cool. Farm is supposed to kind of feel like you're you're on the farm, you're on the old west town. You know, it's like supposed to be kind of more quaint and a, and a regional park where Universal Studios Hollywood is obviously one of the big contenders. And if you're going to have a Halloween event there that, you know, they build mazes in, in sound stages. So they're yeah, they exactly like hard. how the like movie the would be. Gotta be exactly out of this world. Um, it's also with Knott's, it, it, the whole event is more for fun where like something like House with Thousand Corpses, I feel like is genuinely trying to be horrifying. But with Knott's, it's kind of all just fun and games. But that's, <laughs> That's side conjecture. Anyway, so with Knots, or sorry, with Horror Nights, I don't know, get to, uh, I know you loved Killer Clowns. Oh I think my that God. would be my top maze of the year. So I yeah. I think my favorites is tied. So I experienced Ghostbusters, Creepshow, Stranger Things, Clowns, Holidays in Hell, and then The Walking Dead, which is like a year-round attraction, I guess, and it yeah. sucks hard. Yeah, um, that's all we need to say about it. Walking yeah. Dead, it's there year-round, it's not great, and that it is what it is. I mean, it's probably fine when there's not a bunch of other mazes that are just so much better open. Exactly. Um, well, and you know it was there before. The, before um, the well, House of Horrors, or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which was which really cool. Way better. And then when they redid their Main Street, which, by the way, now the Universal Main Street is awesome. It's in great. My opinion. It's so cool, yeah. But they uh, they basically cut it like in half and rethemed it to Walking Dead. But unfortunately, last year, they had a maze that was called like Universal Classic Monsters or something. Mm-hmm. And it was incredible. It was such, such, such a good maze. And kind of the evolution of it was the Frankenstein versus the Wolfman, Wolfman, which you didn't get to go on. Sadly. It was not as good, but it was still great. I really love when they lean into their old school horror. By the way, Epic Universe, they're going to have the whole Lance property. I think it's their strongest theme park oh, property is they literally have the icons that started horror, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but they Rumor on the Street is that they're sooner or later they're going to end their contract with AMC and then turn that basically revert it back to the old universal mo- monsters but do it in the same vein that they did the maze which was awesome if anybody wants to go back and like watch the POV the maze was so sick it, I heard they, it was they good. created such cool set pieces specifically the invisible man one was incredible mm-hmm. that's that's side conjecture again that was a previous year no that's are we saying oh clowns clowns so I did those five that I said. Um, my top two were clowns, of course. Clowns. So clowns, I didn't get like really scared. There were a couple jolts. And my favorite part of clowns is that when they scared you, they laughed at you. Mm-hmm. Um, so there true. was one because you're walking through the cotton candy cocoons, which was awesome. And I'm yeah, pushing hilarious. them through. Like what, when I was walking through clowns, I wasn't scared as much as I was like this. I literally yelled a couple times. This is so dope. <laughs> so I was yeah, like, this exactly. is literally walking through the movie. They're playing like sound files. Like audio bits from the movie. Another door. Another door. The amusement park. Like it was. It was the character talking. I forget his name. Um, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, he's talking, and like the, the brothers, or you can hear the, the ice cream brothers talking. Um, but yeah, the room I walked through the cocoons. The clown jumps out and sprays water at you. And then I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, you dick, when he sprayed me, and then he just like pointed at me and laughed, and I was like, this is so fun. Um, these guys are having such a good time, and I'm having a good time. Yeah, so clowns absolutely. is tied with the maze that I think was like a drug trip, which is Holidays in Hell. I, oh, I laughed that. the entire way through. 
Yeah. I was just laughing the whole time. I was with a huge group of people. They let like a group of 20 people in together in holidays. Now, I don't know if that's a normal practice, but that was the only one where I felt like I was in a big group of people having fun. Um, 100%. Yeah. So we all were walking through together and we're walking through like the leprechaun room and they're playing dubstep. He's like, someone stole my gold. And it's like loud oh and there's strobe lights. And I felt, I was like, what is going on? Like it was just complete yeah. madness, but it was so fun. And then you come out of the maze and Santa, my favorite room in it was probably Easter. Oh no, the turkey monsters, the Thanksgiving turkey monsters were so funny looking. Hilarious. I so and I love hard. that it dumps you into the scare zone of the like Christmas version. It's just yes, a proper scare zone. That's what zone, I was saying. Once you get through all the maze, they do all the mazes. Halloween's cool. Halloween's like the most loud luster i think but i think the all hallows eve scare zone is probably better than the halloween section of um holidays now oh yeah well they they themed the all hallows eve scare zone kind of like a de facto maze essentially. yeah it basically was a maze it was just kind of out in the open but yeah, um yeah. yeah we're walking the scare zone afterwards they have like an elsa which is it's definitely evil elsa they can't say it's oh, not yeah. it's totally yeah, yeah. evil elsa and we're walking by like jack frost and he looks like groot like his face looks like groot so one of us yelled at him like hey it's groot and he turned and i didn't realize they could talk through the masks oh did they so he They're turns really looks at us to. and we're like it's groot and he goes no and i jumped i was like oh god they could talk like i didn't think That's the mask hilarious. was a prosthetic but it was a prosthetic uh-huh. he could talk through um and then baby New Year was making me laugh too. <laughs> Evil looking baby. So yeah, holidays. It's just was, such a creative and fun idea. It's so, so yeah, crazy. With, yeah, with these Halloween events, which is sometimes why I give knots the the edge. But I, I clearly, I mean, I bought the Horror Nights pass and I barely went to knots. So the, say what you will. I think it's just but what you with, want out of it. Do you want that movie quality production value, or you like that backyard true. feel? And they're they're both great in their own right. It's just a different the, approach. With me specifically. I, so I've talked to a ton of people. This is just an example, but they love the us maze. The, it's a, I didn't get to see the, that one. Yeah. So here's my thing with it. Like, you know, people are saying, you know, and si- similar to like the house with thousand corpses, like same vein is of, it's exactly like the movie. The acting is so cool. They contract the story. It's scary, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, specifically with the us maze, like it's just the girl holding the scissors mm. and she's acting her ass off and it's cool. But it's just the girl holding the scissors in a really cool set where something like Holidays in Hell, Pandora's Box, Clowns, it's putting Creep Show, it's putting me like in this complete other world. Mm -hmm. And it's so like I could never even imagine with like the craziest thing. I could be doing every drug on the face of the earth. I would never have come up with something that wacky and that scary and, and set it up with a scare in the corner. And it's just like, I love how out of the world it is. And so, Knott's does that pretty much mm-hmm. everywhere, which is it why, it's, made me, why it's cool. I have an interest in, in like theme parks. Obviously we talk about theme parks all the time, but I have an uh-huh. interest in like being like a creative for them and like coming up with story ideas. I never thought I would want to do haunted house design after going to Horror nights i legitimately looked into like that as a career because it's such a cool cool. idea it's literally combining everything i love so that legitimately might be something i'm interested in doing is working for universal creative and doing these movie mazes because it's just so sick my first thing i thought was a first maze so i guess we'll keep talking about mazes yeah talk about clowns holidays now super fun um my least favorite I went through, least scary was Stranger Things. None of it scared well, besides me. Besides Walking Dead. Besides, yeah. well, that doesn't even count. Garbage. Yeah, pretty um, much. 
Stranger Things didn't scare me so much, but I was. It was the first one we did because the line gets super long. So we did our early entry and we got in line. We got on through Stranger Things before like 5.45. Like it opened at 5.30 and we were in and yeah, out. Yeah, that's the way you have to do it. Yeah. And Either I, that or you jump on right when the, mm, when the park's closing. So we walked in and there's like all – there's the first thing I thought was like, oh my god – this production quality is unbelievable. Yeah, that was kind of like something that stuck with me. I'd never even seen Stranger Things, but I was just yeah, shocked. Like my, I kept saying, like they built this for a month and a half of show. Like they built this huge set, and it's in the set. So you walk into the soundstage, you see a bunch of black sheets, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be like kitschy and lame. Like it's just a bunch of sheets, but they built like these huge, like dark ride. It's basically like a dark ride. Stranger Things was like a dark ride. Yeah, um, absolutely. And you're going through and like it's these crazy big set pieces. You have that huge set piece where Eleven is like waking up the thing. I don't remember what it's called. Um, it's that she's giant, like, like monster puppet Yeah, she's thing. like awake. And I'm like, wow, this is a huge set piece they built. Yeah, you see all these yeah. bodies and stuff. And then you go through the ending. I thought what was a little bit lame for it was that they didn't the, – all the scares were the exact same. And it was just that Demogorgon thing going yeah. – And it didn't scare me. Well, there was one where it came out and Elaine stopped. My girlfriend – I keep saying that, but I'm trying to – Mind you, this is um, stop because she loves Stranger Things. And the Demogorgon came out, scared her. She stopped. She goes, "Do it again!" And he literally, the guy who was puppeteering, wow. just did it again. And she like laughed, and I was like, "Wow, like, super this funny. is." But there was something to see, just someone who's a fan of this loving it. Because Stranger Things wasn't so much scary, but I feel like if you're into the show, it's probably the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I will say, you know, I I've, I haven't watched the show either, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's like a horror show. I think it's more like a family adventure type thing. It's like Super 8. Elements. Have you seen the movie Super 8? That's heard that comparison yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah, that's what I figured. Where it's like but, E.T., but a little more dark kind of vibe. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, I, I don't necessarily knock the maze for not being terrifying. No, I didn't think it was I, bad. It just was the least oh, scary. I was yeah, amazed by how cool it looked. Yeah, I, I definitely have to commend everybody who worked on it because, I mean, Jesus Christ, it it's a it, – the production design and the things that they built are like unbelievable some of them don't exactly work correctly like i really commend them for that thing where they tried to like make it look like out the window and you can see like the storm going on but eh. it, you know you can like the, yeah exactly i but love like, the how idea. are you gonna do that better and, you know I don't know. I mean, then don't do it in the first place because <clears throat> that one did pull me out of it. But th- I mean, that's besides the point. It, it was an awesome, really cool maze. Whatever. The other Absolutely. one down there was clowns, and I love. I think it might be my favorite of the year. I've watched it's the movie really now like twice in October. So um, good. Creep show. It's just fun. It was also down yeah. There. So you move in the back. Yeah. Creep show. I did creep show. I. You, okay. Yeah. You go first. No, no. You can. You can talk. I'll give you my yeah. thoughts. I liked it. I thought it was real similar to Holidays in Hell. It was just I'd never seen the movie, and it just seems like kind of a more for fun one. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't wait a ton. Like I think I did it. I waited like a half hour. I've I think we waited about thirty once. minutes too. Yeah, and yeah. it's definitely. I remember thinking like some of the scenes are super funny and cool, but yeah, it it didn't stick with me like some of the other ones. Okay, there. so I. I had seen the movie when I was younger and it freaked me out, but I remembered it fondly. Like, it's a very cheesy movie, but it's also, it is a rated R horror film. Like, I remember thinking yeah. it was kid friendly. It's not. Like, it's pretty intense, but it's like a Did very 80s it? camp. I'm going to rewatch it probably today or tomorrow on yeah, Halloween. I'm trying to watch it. Because it's oh, an anthology, and I recently watched Trick or Treat for the first time, which is amazing. Um, mm. But yeah, you know they had a Trick or Treat maze last year. Yeah, I looked it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but we, so I, going through creep show all i remember from the movie was was the ape monster his name is fluffy i remember wow. him and i was like why do i remember this thing from creep show and i thought it was fun it was definitely like less scary more like 
spooky, like like kooky, like creepy. You know, nothing yeah, was like I in mean, your. You know what it's supposed to be. It's like you're walking yes. through the comic book or whatever. Yes, so it's which I, I like. The exterior was like com- it had one of the better exteriors. I think I agree with that. With yeah, the comic definitely. book, it was very cool. Um, but you're going through, and like each like break between the show scenes is like this story now. But I so the ape thing we walk through and he's just like standing up there like clacking his fingers against his crate and he reached down and scared the living heck out of someone i was with i saw him and i was like oh that's so cool and then he reached out i was like oh okay i'm gonna go to the next room um Mm -hmm. but i went to the next room i don't like werewolves some some backstory werewolves scare me they're like my one (laughs) horror monster that legitimately kind of freak me out that's great. And I told the whole group, I was like, hey, I'm kind of scared of werewolves. If you guys want to do Wolfman Frankenstein, I'll do it. But like, no, I'm like wow. not going to enjoy it. Um, I can't um, believe you did. Okay. So we're going through Creepshow and we go in like the break in this – one of the breaks in the story and there's a comic book and it says the bad, bad wolf. And I literally look at my group and they go, werewolf. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> um, so we go through and I – saw one of the werewolves scared the living crap out of me he came out of the wall and i was like oh god i like grabbed the guy i was with uh, one of my other one of elaine's friends boyfriend was with us too and i like grabbed him like no i'm not okay um (laughs) and then we go in the next room and it's completely dark and i know there's a wolf and i i'm not kidding i physically grab elaine move her around the way and just like use my long legs to like glide past the scene because i was so afraid that this thing was gonna jump out of me i like jump i galloped like a gazelle out of the room Mm -hmm. um and i didn't see it thank god but yeah creep show had that scene with the poop too that was gross (laughs) that was super gross there's just like a huge turd and like the voiceover is like oh i was so hungry and i was like oh no i didn't even Mm -hmm. notice what was going on first i walked in the room and it smelled super weird and i was like what what's happening then someone goes oh gross and i look and i'm like that's a huge fake turd that's great but yeah, so gross. the smells were interesting that they did that as the sign. But yeah, Creep Show was fun. Very goofy, very kooky kind of thing, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, that, that's how I felt about mm-hmm. it too. And I will say, because I do remember that the scene with the monkey, he's kind of like in the crate right in the middle and you have yeah. to walk around it. Another difference thing with how Universal gets its scares and not gets its scares, I will say it's not a knock on, on HHN mm-hmm. at all, but it is true. Like if you pay attention to like the design of the things. You could figure out when stuff are, is coming so fast. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the scares are pretty. There's going to be a big set piece, which is really cool and interesting to look at. And there will be an actor or two in there. And then there will be a dark room. A dark and then, corner like, and someone the, move a curtain and jump at you. Exactly. Like um, they have those transitional black rooms. There's the a scares. format to it. But I didn't think it oh, took away from it. Like even if you knew it was coming, some things would still get you. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm yeah. 100% with it. It's not a knock on them at all. Mm. And I definitely get more scares at Horror Nights than I do at Knots. But yeah. what's fun about Knots is they get like ultra creative with it. So something pretty similar. There was a set piece at Knots. I don't remember what it was, but it had to do with like a big box in the middle and there was a guy in it. And he like dropped the lid. So obviously I know in my head I've gone to enough of these horror Halloween events that they're not going to touch me. But that doesn't say anything about like the props. So I see this like piece of plank wood falling towards me i'm like oh my god is that gonna hit me in the head of course it stops right there's like a stopper but that was like a very cool way to play on you know expectations of how how mazes work and that's like a creative way to get a scare as opposed to it's a black room and the strobe lights come off and they jump out at you yeah which is definitely a cool fun thing that they get to do well i love that they um, make you push through props and stuff too like touch things you wouldn't want to touch it's such a cool idea you go through like the roots of stranger things and they're wet you're like oh god yeah no so one of the cooler things uh it was not that great this year i will say with knots if nobody knows and you're using us as like a i don't know a 
to figure out which one you'd like to go to. Yes. Yeah. Um, Knotts only has around two new mazes every year, and then they recycle all the old ones, which is uh, probably why it's it's only like around forty dollars to go, where Hornets is like seventy, eighty. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the mazes I loved from years back, and they had it this year. It's probably going to be the last. Is one called Pumpkin Eater, and this is a perfect example of the differences between Hornets and Knots. For Hornets, you're going to be walking through the most famous things of you know Ghostbusters. Us was like one of the right. biggest movies of the year. Stranger Things is like undoubtedly the biggest TV show. Say what you will, but but Walking Dead, you know what I mean? Like it's these gigantic properties where right, right, right. Where Knots does something called Pumpkin Eater, and the whole maze is just themed around pumpkins and jack-o'-lanterns but there's a that great seems like it'd be so much fun oh it's so fun and you're inside of the pumpkin and it's like rotting and all of like the gross you know like grainy or like stringy things inside of a pumpkin and you have to mm-hmm. walk through it and it's super wet and gross and there's seeds around you so that's really fun <laughs> i think but, uh, from what i'm gathering it seems like knots is kind of the vibe of like a holidays in hell where yes. it's like really it's fun like, you know, clever concepts. everything is holidays in hell where at horror nights there'll be one or two like holidays and then now. like legit movie set pieces exactly which knots will never have and they don't need to have because it differentiates no. themselves yeah we'll definitely have to go to knots next year now that you know you like this stuff i yeah i consciously decided i'm getting a frequent fear pass next year and i wow. want to go yeah, many it's times so fun. um i want to go so much in october because it's just mm-hmm. it's my biggest takeaway was like wow i wish i could come again you offered you invited me to go the next weekend and i legitimately yeah. considered spending like 80 dollars and just going again well dude here's the thing the ticket prices drop heavy after halloween because who the hell's going to horn it so i'm confirmed going sunday i'm just letting you know and i i think the tickets are like a good 20 dollars cheaper than they usually are so they're like 40 or 50 i they're probably like 50 that's all uh, i'm saying i'm just i'm just Throw it out there and you can I decide could be later. Game. Okay. But anyways, um, <laughs> we can get back to the specific mazes and things in a second. But yes. while we're, t- I mean, you said, I know I want to get a pass next year. Universal is really fun. I've spent a decent amount of time that Universal where most of the attractions are running and things like that. So I figure this is as good of a time as ever to talk about the things that Universal Hollywood is doing, things we like, things we don't like. We've both now been on Jurassic World, which I'm super eager to talk about mm-hmm. on tape. You've been to Harry Potter Land, which I'm extremely jealous of. I did go to of. the Wizarding World, yeah. So first things first, let's just talk about like the new – like they completely revamped their main street. Looks great. Um, I didn't remember much of what it looked like beforehand. It, it had been okay. like a good six, seven years since I had been to Universal Studios. Um, yeah, of course. But it looked great. I, I remember thinking when I first walked in, I was like, this is pleasant. <laughs> like it's not like deterring Definitely. me away. Um, mm-hmm. It's not like a Six Flags Main Street where it's just gift shop, gift shop, gift shop. No theming. Oh, no, like, it's completely different vibe. Yeah, it's, yeah got a, it's got a very Buena Vista Street, California Adventure kind of vibe to it. Yeah, um, exactly. So the, I thought it was cool. The, the, yeah, so I, I'm kind of biased. I mean, I'm not biased, but I, I think that Universal is on its way to. They're not there yet, but it's on its way to giving Disney a run for its money. I think they're on the right track is what I would say. Absolutely. And that's great because then it forces Disney to catch up or do better. They're which just is, the gold the way, standard of theme parks there. It's so hard to catch up because they're just, they're Disney. Yeah, you know? exactly. The only reason that Pandora exists the way it does is Wizarding because World. Harry Potter lands was so great mm-hmm. that Disney had to clap back. Yes. So it, it well, that's only like the breeds rumor, great, but it's pretty much true. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. 
the only reason that like Sony continues to like make new PlayStations is because Microsoft is going to make the new Xbox. Exactly. It's just it competition just what in, it is. in the yeah, industry. That's how capitalism works. Yes. <laughs> um, so I think that their main street is a, is a, like a complete 180 twist to like the way that they used to do. It used to be a little bit like Six Flags. I'm not going to mm. lie. And now it's genuinely good. And it's laid out exactly like a Disney main street is they have the Starbucks, they have the giant gift shop, but it's all themed appropriately. And it's just a good experience that welcomes you into a park. And, and the thing about universal studios, Hollywood is there is not another theme park like that anywhere else it's it might be a pain in the ass but going up and down those escalators being able to go on the studio tour that's a very specific experience that i think if you're a tourist come visiting la i think you might as well stop there because there's more than enough things to do it's a special enough experience where i think they've created a place like it's not just the transformers ride and the despicable me ride like they've created an environment that's like on par i think it's a really interesting like architecturally and engineering wise when you look at it from the lens of like this was a back lot that they just retrofitted to be a theme park yeah it's like you have these obnoxiously long escalators but it doesn't deter from your experience it's kind of just interesting yeah when you're going through you're like wow like this was just to get people down to sets and stuff and now like they're Mm -hmm. putting rides and it's it yeah i would agree it's 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 got its own charm now, which I don't know if it necessarily always had. There were cool experiences there always, but the park itself has some charm to it. Exactly. And <clears throat> and what should be very exciting for people if you're into this stuff, I mean, Spencer and I go to film school, so I don't think the general public knows this, but it's it's becoming with every year harder and harder to like make big budget things movie wise that aren't name in, brand IP and stuff exactly in Cal no just in California to oh, yeah, shoot a yeah, movie yeah. is becoming really hard because of like tax reasons so, so pretty much every big movie exactly things are filmed in Georgia things are filmed in Cleveland London is like one of the biggest spots where Marvel films mm-hmm. a lot of their things so it's becoming more. Uh, you know, like financially viable for Universal to literally tear down these these uh, sound stages and build amusement park rides because more they might make, make more, more money, money in the long run by by building things amusement park wise than keeping a sound stage there to like record some like The Voice or like whatever mm. crappy show. Because the most to part film. they're used for television now. Um, yeah, exactly. So it, I said the voice because they the voice used to be that soundstage right to the left of uh, the Transformers ride, which, by the way, is very fun. It makes me nauseous, but I do appreciate that. It is fun, for what yeah. It is. It's cool. It's a and, cool ride. Um, but they tore down this giant soundstage, and they're building Nintendo Land with yeah. a Mario Kart ride, which is supposedly going to be awesome. And you can see it from the escalator. What they're and working it's on. huge. Yeah. And they're going to have – I mean, that's a huge addition so we're going to have a Jurassic World, which we'll talk about in a second, but I think that's a great ride with more mm. things to come, fingers crossed. Harry Potter Land, which I've heard nothing of good things. You will oh, get it's, your it's little really review. Cool. Nintendo Land, which should be incredible. I mean, even if it sucks, just the idea of being able to be in like Mario World is awesome. And it's confirmed now that the Mario Kart experience is going to be yeah. mainly practical effects and sets and stuff. Awesome. Uh, all awesome. the characters will be animatronic. They might use screen backdrops and screen effects, but Mario, Luigi, like they're all going to be animatronic figures you're interacting with. 
Yep. Which to me the was like, all right, I wasn't that excited before. Now I'm like, I'm in. I'm, I'm, bought. Oh, I'm Let's super do it. pumped. I think um, it's going to be great. Studio tour. You can't do that anywhere else. And I, I'm not into it. It's not a great ride, but the Spickable Me obviously is a huge draw for kids. The Simpsons, I think, sucks, but they've built a really cool Springfield around it. The Simpsons and, to um, me feels like the Simpsons Spickable Me was like this weird age of Universal theme parks where it was just kind of screen. And I remember yep. reading somewhere that they had like a changeover, like a switchover in, in um, like – Management or something. And like management in like the chairs of the theme park stuff. Because okay. you can clearly tell there's been a change in direction. Oh, Hogwarts is unbelievable. Versus something yep. like the big draws when I was going before was like Simpsons, Transformers. Transformers is cool, but it's still like motion. It's yeah. a great simulator, but it's still a simulator. There's still that bit of like eh to it. It does but feel Simpsons, epic though, which is It is, is cool. Nice. And they do a very cool effect where it makes you feel like you're going very fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Simpsons is horrendous. Um, yeah, Simpsons sucks. Spinkle but I appreciate is the, bad. The, like all these the Springfield area. And yeah. I will say with the Spinkle Me, the Springfield rides garbage. Cool. I'll never go on it again. But even the Despicable Me area is pretty fun. Yeah, for kids. They're, at they're least, doing for families. Yeah, they have like super silly fun land over there, which is where the yeah. Gru and the girls went in the first movie. And you um, know that they're that they're build that big soundstage area that they're building up there, which used to I don't remember what it used to be. It used to be but the Transformers right or the Terminator show, didn't it? Yeah, that was what Despicable Me was, but they're okay. building something else up there, which is going to be a Secret Life of Pets dark ride. I've heard. All practic- uh, a trackless, all practical dark ride. That's so awesome. I don't, I don't care for, for Secret Life of Pets, but the fact that Universal is getting a trackless ride and it's all going to be practical, it's that's great. incredible. That's great. Where f- fast forward to what Disney's doing, you know, I, I have huge expectations for Rise and I'm sure it's going to be incredible. But the other trackless ride that they're building is Ratatouille, which is like all screens and is supposedly like a completely okay ride. Everyone so, who's been on Ratatouille's told me it's incredible. Really? Well, just Freddy's told me it's okay. Like you could skip it if you're only in like Paris for the day. Oh, like, I've heard I'm good things. Disney That's interesting. Day. Well, regardless, <laughs> it is a screen ride. Sure. It's and, very Transformers, and, and I'm sure. Millennium Falcon screen ride. You know what I mean? Where it seems like we almost flipped. And and by all means, it seems like Universal is doing really cool, awesome things. Oh, another thing that's cool is supposedly number one on like guest satisfaction of Universal. And this will be your segue to talk about Harry Potter. But I guess like on the customer survey, like afterwards when, when they, you know, quiz people quickly on the way out, just like Disney does. The top thing out of any show, attraction, food, every experience that you can have at Universal Studios Hollywood, the top thing for like a year or two now is Harry Potter Land retail. So basically just like the ambiance and the walking around and the stores of Harry Potter Land is guests' favorite part of of Universal, which is what what makes Disneyland so special? It's not the fact that I can go on, you know, like whatever it is, Snow White or Mr. Toad. Sure, those rides are great and charming and fun, but the best part of Disneyland is just being there. And like, I know it's cliche, but like smelling the smells and and hearing the music. And that's what makes Disneyland so special. And it seems like they've captured a little bit of that in Wizarding World, which is crazy. I'm on record as saying my favorite part of Batu is the marketplace. It's right, so right. cool. I'm not even kidding. I was literally about to talk about how like one of the best parts of Wizarding World is the ambiance in the stores. I'm not joking. Yeah. There you go. We were walking through one of the stores where they were selling like different house merchandise and you can almost get lost in these stores. Like they're not laid out openly. Like it feels like you're walking through like a mom and pop shop. 
awesome. Of like little curiosities from Hogsmeade. It's really cool. We spent – when we first got to the park, we spent like the first 30 minutes just looking at Harry Potter merchandise. We bought Butterbeer. We yeah. did like the whole just walking around Hogwarts exploring and it felt like I was walking through Batu again for the first time. Mm, it was a very similar experience hear. where it was just – It oh, was go, the best go. themed thing Universal's ever done. Yes, you can still see like Springfield from it and stuff, but I don't think that's even the fault of the engineering. I think it's just the land. It's impossible to not have those bad sight lines when you're retrofitting a back lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. and you're like elevated weirdly and stuff but yeah um the retail in hogwarts Wait. that's not a joke that legit is amazing before you get to forbidden journey which i'm super excited to hear about mm-hmm. uh the biggest knock which i yeah again i'll reiterate i still haven't been to wizarding world yet i will soon hopefully but you gotta go i know but the the biggest knock which is crazy i agree with you i the, the marketplace and like the areas surrounding Batu, you know like specifically doc ondar's like mm-hmm. it's so cool and things Amazing. like that like it's great don't get so me wrong cool. yeah but one of the biggest draws still to this day part of the advertising of galaxy's edge everything is build your own lightsaber sure it just is that's like might as well be an attraction the way that they've been um well olivander's has a know. wait time on the app at universal it's like the same right. idea right but the thing is to do from what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I understand, Ollivanders is like the exact counterpart for build your own lightsaber as it should be. From you what get I've a lightsaber heard, yes. and you get a wand, right? It makes makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want it, first of all, it's only I think sixty dollars to do Ollivanders, where it's two hundred to do uh, the laser, whatever the fuck it's called, lightsaber. lightsaber. But the thing is. Laser if sword. You don't want, exactly. If you don't want to spend money on the wands, which I certainly would not, you still can go and watch the whole show and be a part of the experience. Where with Disneyland, if you don't have two hundred dollars to spare, you're not doing the lightsaber thing. You can't go it's in. Just, I thought you could go in. No, you can't go into. You, you can like hang out in that outside patio area, um, but you can't see. You know, there's a whole show, and Yoda's involved, and the lights change, and you're building the thing, and it's great. But everyone that I've heard has done it, and the videos I've seen, it looks awesome. It's not a knock on what they've created, but it's a it's a paid exclusive event, which I don't think theme parks should really be. It should be you pay a ticket, and then everything in the park is good to go. Right. Universal, if you want to buy the wand after the fact, yeah, you can spend the $60 and buy the wand, but also you can just still experience the show and the event, which is awesome. I mean, that's like a huge part of Harry Potter. Like one of the main iconic shots is Harry grabbing the wand for the first yeah, time. Yeah, his hair like blows get back to, and stuff. Exactly. And you get to do that without having to pay an extra charge. That's cool. Which is, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't awesome. go in because I assumed it was run the same way as Batu. I mean, that's probably why they had a wait time because you <laughs> can do it and just experience the show. That's cool. But anyways, that's that's side conjecture at this point. Forbidden Journey, you told me something crazy about it. <laughs> you gave me a huge statement. I did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not walking back on it either. I think I, I stand oh, by it. Oh, I thought you were about to. This <laughs> no, is crazy. No, no. You got whoever's listening, you better clock this and remember it forever and use it as ammo against Spencer in the future because <laughs> this is a crazy statement that he's about to say. I thought Forbidden Journey was more immersive than Flight of Passage. Oh. There it is. Um, that's insane. The KUKA arm technology is the coolest thing to happen to theme parks ever. Wow. Like, ever. I was sicker than all hell about to <laughs> yeah, throw up because I, I was so nauseous because you're just – you strap in and this thing is literally like 
one-on-one with you and you're moving around and you can't see who's next to you, like you're not even thinking about it, you get so unbelievably close to animatronics. You're like suspended from the ceiling, like being dragged through these buildings. So like you don't have like the security of like there's a space like with you and like a roller coaster car between something. It's right. just like your body is just like floating next to a dragon. Or it's well, like it's supposed floating. to feel like you're on a yeah, basic. It absolutely does. Like you're floating next to a dementor. There's no like security there. I yeah. I biggest takeaway from um, from Journey scared me a lot. There's a lot of scary <laughs> stuff in it. There's like spiders. It's very like you know the tough to be a bug where the spiders get in your grill. Yeah, I remember that. It's like that, but you're being thrown and dragged like next to them. Okay. And there's like a dragon that breathes fire on you, and there's dementor. There's like physical dementors that are terrifying. Um, but you're sitting there, and and it's just my biggest takeaway from it was uh, that was a good warm up to horror nights because I'm not okay. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forbidden Journey scared me so much, but it because it was so immersive. You're being on this. You, there's no. You know what I'm saying when I said there's no like security there. There's no like wall between you and it. It's just sure, in I your get face. It. Yeah. It's right and there. The dragons arms, unbelievable. and dementors yeah. and spiders like and all this crazy backwards. cool stuff. Yeah, you might as well be upside down because it basically yeah, does. It's just like completely swinging you wherever you want to go. There's no like – it doesn't feel like you're on a track. It's like trackless in its own way. The co- I think I might be just super impressed with the kook arm. It's Which, crazy. I mean, fingers crossed and, and every single limb of my body is crossed that the Avengers e-ticket coming to DCA is going to have kooka. Oh my god. Can you imagine? Jake, it's so unbelievable. It's I'm so, so cool. I'm so excited to That being it. said, the screen portions of the Forbidden Journey are paling in comparison so hard. Yeah, um, I'm sure. But the physical sets are unbelievable. And I think Flight of Passage is the best simulator I've been on. If Flight of Passage okay. had physical sets you also went through, it would mm. be better. But it just doesn't. Okay. And I love Flight of Passage. It's unbelievable. But being like whisked away and like being upside down – or not even upside down, but just being – moved around like gracefully like you're not on a track it's so free-flowing it feels like you're just like floating through these rooms uh, right well what what got you because you were telling me all this stuff before yeah. we were recording obviously and i'm like wow that's awesome that's cool uh, sidebar i just like recently i've never seen harry potter i'm just like getting through them now and there's so much fun times. they're great movies yeah um and you're just like waxing poetic about how great the ride was, the physical sets, the queue was awesome, yeah. it was thrilling, this, that, and the other. And I go, well, that's all great and fine. I've been on tons of thrill rides, you know, I've gone on great queues. But what made Flight of Passage so special is there was like genuine storytelling and it was immersive. I was riding a banshee. Like I, I can't tell you I wasn't. It just, I just was. And I said, does it really feel like you're in Harry Potter worlds? And and apparently so. Oh, yeah, it does. I mean, that's that's awesome. That's great to hear. Because now Disney, I mean, that's that's why they made Flight of Passage. For me, they had that's to clap the standard back. for like dark ride immersion wow. attraction. Like it was so cool. I mean, you're claustrophobic, dude. Like you're being yeah. dragged through these small crevices. Like they build like these sets and as opposed to like riding through them, you're like being flung around, like going through like – when you're going through like the, the pit of spiders and stuff, I'm not spoiling anything. Like the you like Aragog, like he was a spider from Chamber yeah, yeah, of Secrets. second movie. Yeah. There's a scene with it and like you're going through these crevices and it feels like you're in this cave and it's dark That's and awesome. it's like – You're literally like you're going through the, – they built all these sets – and like the, they didn't have to build the space for a, a roller coaster track, you know, like mm-hmm. they just built mm-hmm. 
like these caves. Well, it's like moving you in three dimensions. You it's can go moving up, down, you in side three dimensions, side. and it's like it's like contorting you so you fit through spaces. Like it was so like cool. what it would be like to ride a broomstick through yes, a Harry Potter world. It's so world. cool. What, like they'll flip you around so you can fit through something where you're like, where do we even go? And all of a sudden you're being flung back. You're like, what is happening? Like I got so lost in it. In like the best Great. way, as it, yeah, as as they should be, because yeah. that's how the best Disney. I mean, you know what made uh, Star Tours so incredible back in the yeah. day is like you're sitting on this thing and you're going into that world, and it still is great. That's what makes Millennium Falcon so fun. No, and this that's is not a slight. Those other these, things, they're great. I just was not it's just prepared the evolution of that for any for anything like it. It was unlike anything I'd ever experienced. Right. Okay. I mean, I'm so excited to go. You got to go, mean, dude. Like, yeah, you, looks you just awesome. need to go. It's so cool. But All right. the thing I have done and you've done is Jurassic, Jurassic World. World. And, <laughs> but yeah, before we even get into Jurassic World, I mean, it's no secret. Spencer and my, like, one of my easily top five, top three favorite rides of all time was the original Jurassic Park. It's easily, I mean, I've, I still haven't been on Forbidden Journey, but in my opinion, the best thing that Universal's ever built. It's super special. I mean, the movie's incredible. The ride's even better. And they revamped it. Mm -hmm. And I was bummed when I saw it, but I was still super excited to go on it. We've now both been on it. You can go first. What do you think? Jurassic Park was my favorite theme park attraction growing up um, because I love those movies so much. And I used to do this thing where I'd go through like phases of like being obsessed (laughs) with a certain IP or certain like property. For a while, Jurassic Park was it. and that ride was so cool. I remember when I was like eight years old, seeing like the very beginning scene with like the brachiosaurs like rising through the air, and I was like, "This That's is magic." It's magic. When they closed it, I was pretty upset. Not like I'm not like a man child. I wasn't like throwing a tantrum. <laughs> yeah, but I was yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, that sucks." Jurassic Park was cool, but it was like a decaying. It was sitting there rotting away. That you could tell they were going to do something to it because they hadn't touched it in like years. Yeah. I will say before we get into it really specifically, what's interesting about Universal, the way they run their things as opposed to Disney, is Disney, like let's use uh, the great movie ride as an example. Mm-hmm. Or anything that they've kind of taken out recently is they'll build a ride and they'll let it be there for five, ten years. The imaginary then, rule I think is it's supposed to last 15 to 20 years. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But the thing is they kind of – I think they know when things are – ready to move on and they will get to it eventually but they let it sit there just long enough for it to become like a fan favorite traditional thing yeah so then when they finally decide we're gonna rip it up and do something new people get really upset where with universal i think they kind of don't let people get too attached to it like Mm. jurassic park was great it was great it was great it started to be dated and they're like we're gonna make it jurassic world where with disney Something comes out. It's great. It's great. It's great. It's behind the times. It's behind the times. Now it's a classic, right? Now people love it and we're going to be upset that we're taking it away. Something like, um, you know, something like Figment jumps out to me. They let that sit there so long. It's like the magic of Disney though, which people get so attached to these things because they're like, there's these magical experiences. Right. Where, but because they like, let them sit there so long and it reminds you of your childhood and X, steps. Y, and Z. Exactly. Where Universal, it's not like one is better than the other, but Universal kind of just makes it. It's a it's different there, approach. Yeah. And then they'll swap it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. a very different approach to how things are going to last. Um, 
Yeah. So what are you? Should I just say what I think of Jurassic World? Yeah, I mean, go for it. Um, the beginning screen effect is cool. We'll start like break down the ride. Um, yeah. The beginning screen Assuming effect. Assuming you guys have seen a POV or been yes, on it, or where you go through like the Mosasaurus tank, is very cool. I was thrown off guard how big it was because in the POVs it does not look as big as it is. It is humongous. Yep. Um, yeah, it was probably the. It's not the best screen, but it, it was definitely like the most impressive. I it think was I've cool. seen. Out it of was very cool, and there's no way to do that effect without the screen, and you can't do a Jurassic World attraction without it. It's such a big part of that movie. Yeah, um, the water dinosaur. Yeah, they had to. So. Uh-huh. It was cool. Um, I will say this, though. It does not hold a candle to the entrance of the Jurassic Park ride. Yeah. It so is here's absolutely the thing not that. the same. Uh- <laughs> One of the biggest changes was that first room. Mm-hmm. The thing is, if you if you forget that Jurassic Park was a thing and, and just imagine that Jurassic World is a completely own and original right. attraction, that first room is great. It's awesome. Wow, the screen's so big. Aha, I got wet. Oh, that's so cool. Whatever. And then you keep going. If you completely block out of your mind what Jurassic Park was, I'd probably say it was really cool. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's just not the case. Unfortunately, and it's taking the yeah. place of one of the greatest pieces of themed entertainment ever. Yeah, um, exactly. That's so, like, the there was no way it was going to live up to it in the grand yeah. scheme of things. Like, there's just no way. Mm-hmm. But I thought but that room was cool. cool for what it is. Yes. I was going through it with the opinion of, like, it's not going to be Jurassic Park the ride, but I'm going to give it its fair shake. Yeah. Um, and then you come out, you see the stegosaurus and stuff, and they were updated, and they look great. Um, and then you, the same idea, the parasaur office knocks you off co- like course, and you're going to the predator section. Um, well, yeah, you're in the predator section, but then, oh my god, and the Andromeda, uh, yeah. You know, so out. I think that this ride, if I could sum it, sum like sum it up in a sentence, it's like the potential is there. I don't think it's fully reached it yet. Um, yeah, I think that's how I feel. Like it's not bad. It's not a mess. It's not like a disaster of a redo. It's it's good, and it still has the spirit. I think. Hmm. I'm Some with of you. the spirit, but I when you get saying. through certain scenes, you're like, "I ah, this was doesn't it wasn't nearly as good. It didn't get that same like I get with the most store. They're trying to get that shock and awe value, and they kind of do. But like when you're going through Predator Cove versus before, where the jeep would okay, fall okay, on okay. you and you see the Dilophosaurus chewing on clothes, it was just more kinetic, more like building. I think the old ride had a story, and this one's kind of just a collection of scenes. Yeah, um, which yeah, isn't necessarily definitely. a bad thing. It's just different. I the agree. Old, this with one you. feels like a greatest hits moment of Jurassic World, the movie. Mm. Versus, I agree with the you. Old ride was telling its own narrative. Oh yeah, Jurassic Park had its own story where Jurassic World is just kind of like following the events of the movie a little mm-hmm. bit. But I will say, I agree with you on all of that, but I think I am a little more fond of it than you were. Maybe it's because I've gotten a couple rides on it. I've been I on it like three it. times, I, did, I think. But I have some opinions, yeah. My thing was, yeah, we got through the first scene. You understand what I think of it. It's cool, but if you remember what was there, it's kind of sad, but it's still cool for whatever yeah. it is. No, it's great. Next, it, it's, yeah. Yeah. The next two scenes are completely the same, if not a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing with the Stegosaurus Cove and I the Predator I think they're better because it just looks prettier. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Say what you will. But then I will say, once you go in the show building, it's a complete 180. I think some of the best dark ride in Southern California at the moment. I think it's incredible what yes. they did with that that inside area. It's a shame that the whole ride isn't like that. The ending scenes is God. fantastic. 
It's fantastic. When they Blue made the lift hill so stuff. much. Just the lift hill. The <laughs> way that they like tilted the Jurassic World logo to look like it's falling off is just like so intimidating. Yes. And you go up this giant lift hill and um you know the blue animatronic honestly blew Super me away. Cool. It, it it walks. It's mm. just like Olaf. If I could compare it to another animatronic, it's, like it's just like Olaf yeah. from from uh, Frozen Ever that After. That show, it's that ending scene cool. is phenomenal, and it's the best part of the ride. I wish it was oh, yeah. the whole ride was that impressive. Yeah, and the thing. Yes, I 100 percent agree with you. And I will say, the rumor on the street is that that final scene is going to be getting like one more effect, a big yes. practical effect that should be coming soonish. And hopefully once that's there, it's it, that will be cemented as being like one of the cuz it already is incredible. The second your your vehicle hits like the chain that pulls you up, it that's a great great ride. Yeah. And it's only going to if it's at 100% right now, it's going to be at like 150. And it's going to be the coolest thing in Southern California, mm-hmm. bar Rise of the Resistance being what we think it is. Which but is I just think a state Jurassic of unknowing yet. That might be the coolest thing we've ever seen. Exactly. But I mean, the even just the way it is now, it's so cool. Blue does its thing. It matches exactly what it does in the movie. You mm-hmm. turn the corner. It's the same effect with the T-Rex coming out. But then it looks like it's about to fight with the Irex. And I, I mean, I know the Jurassic World movies are goofy, but I, for whatever reason, really like them. So it's just really cool to be there. That drop is as thrilling as it always is. Yeah. And it's just fun. That it's drop always catches me off guard. Where I'm like, this is such a good drop. It's so yeah. long and it's steep. Well, the thing is, it's not that tall. But yeah, it's really steep. So mm-hmm. it kind of like pulls you out of your seat. And the way that they do the lap bar is yeah. if there's one kind of bigger person in your row, then you got a lot of space in between. And yeah. that's going to be it's a lot of fun. one big bar. It's not like a yeah, exactly. individual one for each person. Yeah. But that's my thoughts on it. Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, the, the only thing is it's pretty comparable. Honestly, it's very comparable to changing Tower of Terror into Mission Breakout. It's taking something that had grown to become a classic and revamping it with screens to a much more relevant IP. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think that there's much argument. I mean, Jurassic World did it much better, in my opinion. Uh... Then Tower of Terror. I think that I like Guardians more than the California version of Tower of Terror. Um, and I like, mm. but I like Jurassic Park the ride still better than Jurassic World. So, like, I will, I think I'll agree that I like Jurassic World the ride more than Guardians of the Galaxy, but I disagree that it was a better revert, if that makes sense. Here's what, yeah, I agree with you. Oh. Well, I understand what you're saying. Here's what I'll say, though it's universal and disney went into those moves pretty much on the same mindset same idea same idea same idea and i don't think that there's much debate on the effort and care and heart that seems like went into that final room a complete transformation seems like more than slapping screens on tower of terror we got the whole exterior and the queue done different but i think the tower of terror in california was always just screens um, the one in, I think you may be remembering a little differently because the one in Florida is so impressive, but the one in California yeah. was nothing like it. Um, it was very yeah. different. It was pretty much just a dark drop tower mm-hmm. with a couple so think, of show scenes. Yeah. Had they, had they taken the Florida Hollywood tower and made it the guardians here, it'd be like mm-hmm. a tragedy. Yeah. But I'm with you. The California version of tower of terror, I think is better served as guardians of the galaxy. 
But uh, I think oh, yeah, both no, of them are like the examples of how you do that. They're both very well done. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just, it's a testament to, it seems like they actually care. Like, I agree with you. I actually really do like Guardians. I mean, obviously. And I think Monsters After Dark is so much fun. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's just, they didn't just like throw screens of, of Chris Pratt yelling at me the whole time. You know, like they really set out to, to do something new and interesting, which is why I kind of appreciate it. Yeah. I would agree. But would anyways, agree. Um, unless there's anything else we missed about the Halloween stuff, Universal. Um, well, we, did we talk about all the mazes? I think I've talked about all the ones I went through. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, the event I didn't itself, talk. Horror Nights is amazing. Um, I guess we should touch upon Disney's event, which is just a very yeah, different yeah. audience. Direct, it's very different. Super, yeah. um, I mean, it's a family thing. Yeah. I think for the longest time, it was Mickey's Halloween party. But I think using like the property they have that is like iconic Halloween property is a good idea. And I saw a lot of it. And it's cool. The parade is great. But I think it was the same parade as last year. Mm. Did you I see think, Worlds of Color? No, I didn't no, see it. I've down. heard yeah, mixed things either. about it. but uh-huh. um, well, I just like the fact that there is an exclusive yeah, show for the Halloween event. I agree. So I that's think, cool. Yeah. I mean, you know what you're going to get with a Disney Halloween party. For the all intents and purposes, it's kind of the same right. as it's always been. I think the treat trails this year are really cool. Whether the closest thing you'll ever get to a maze where there's a lot of fog and you see like the I've heat villain at the end. It's the closest thing yeah, Disney will like ever it, do. It might as well be a maze without the scare actors, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. No, it's great. But yeah, that's our little touch of Oogie Boogie Bash. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I think if you have a family, it's an absolute blast. Um, I oh, saw so sure. many kids just having the time of their lives, seeing their favorite characters dressed up for Halloween, seeing like different things like that. It's great. Um, mm-hmm. And then Horror Nights and not. So just very different directions. But I think that's the beauty of Halloween is how versatile it can be celebrated. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. totally true. Absolutely uh, true. That was my little I'm touch of wi- Oogie Boogie Bash. It's fun. Yeah, that's it's, cute. It's just I'm a different audience. That. Yeah, it's a family version. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're where you definitely... like go trick or treating. It's like the traditional side of Halloween, right. whereas like a Universal or a Knotts is like the scary side of Halloween. Right, exactly. But mm-hmm. I mean, I think with I've been to um, not Oogie Boogie Bash, but whatever the you know Mickey's, Mickey's Halloween, Halloween party a couple years ago in Disneyland. I think, but for the most part, with all of the Disney paid events, regardless of like the specific theme whether it's christmas a new ride and you know like i know they did like a night for pixar pier and things like that mm-hmm. i think mostly with these disney like extra paid things the best part about it is you get to be in the park when it's mostly empty yeah i think because universal they build these new attractions and exclusive things whereas disney it's like you get to park it's mostly empty you get like candy you get to meet characters it's kind of more of like a like a celebration yeah, like a fun you know, celebration like, versus like an exclusive event, which is like a horror yeah. night or a scary yeah. farm. You know, like I'm over the summer. I think Orlando did like a villains or like a like one after of the dark. Disney After Dark things. Yeah, it was like Disney After Dark Bad Guys Edition, and it's like okay, mm-hmm. so you get a couple exclusive characters. The music is spooky, but the the best part about it is you get to walk on Space Mountain. That's that's why you do it. You don't yeah. do it to like you know have mm-hmm. some. Like the park is not getting transformed by any means. It's just a cute theme overlaid over the empty park. I think the difference also is like you're getting to see Disneyland at night versus Universal Horror Nights. Like most of Universal Studios is closed. It's almost an entirely separate thing. Yes. Um, 
which I think which is just is why the difference. I'm eager to go to Universal regularly so yeah, I can do Harry Potter see it, dude. the studio tour and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, all the all the good stuff. Okay, so to sum up my final opinions on Horror Nights there after my is. little just yeah, here's the other programming for Halloween. That's great too. Yeah, it depends yeah. what who you're going with and what you want out of your Halloween festivities. All great in their own right, I would say. Um, but my final Horror Nights ranking for mazes. I just did this. I'm gonna list them off the ones I experienced. Um. Tied for actually, I'm gonna say number one is Killer Clowns. Okay. Two, Holidays in Hell. Three, Ghostbusters. Four, Creep Show. Five, Stranger Things, and then Walking Dead sucks. Wow. Okay. Uh, Give me okay, your rankings with the ones you experienced. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've done them all, so I'm actually oh, and trying. Scare really zones quick. are the best thing ever. I'm just gonna there add that. Go I'm not gonna rank those. They're just really fun. Damn. Okay, hold on. I need to filibuster for literally two seconds. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. I'm just going to read this one first because I have it out. My knots uh, okay. thing is I didn't get to go on all of them, but just really quickly, Waxworks, The Origins that was cool. of Calico. Yeah, so the, the two new mazes were my two favorite. Waxworks, Origins of Calico, and then the repeat ones, my favorites were Dark Ride, The Depths, Pumpkin Eater, Shadowlands, and... Uh, the alien one, which I think was called the uh, Dark Entities. Okay. So that's that. With Horror Nights, let's see. It's going to be a little impromptu because I don't have it uh, like written down anywhere. But my favorites were Killer Clowns. Nice. Holidays in Hell. Pandora's Box. Wolfman versus versus Frankenstein. Ghostbusters. Cre- er, Ghostbusters. House of a Thousand Corpses. Us. Creep Show. Uh, and Walking Dead. Okay. That was a ridiculous way to order them, but it is. <laughs> also, something I wanted to say, which we didn't touch on, was uh, it was a great idea to get rid of the Terra Tram and to have two mazes back there. Yeah. Much, much better. So people were I talking about prefer- the Terra Tram. I think it's cool, but more mazes, It's a dude. great idea, but once you do it once, it's over with. And the two mazes back there is definitely a welcome plus. Yeah. Also, it's really crowded, so the more mazes, So crowded. Also, so that's um, that. I saw the Jabberwocky show. Don't know why that was there oh, for Halloween. It was neat. I, it was weird like that it was there for Halloween, but it was cool. Jabberwockies are cool. Dancing's cool. Yeah. I like art. I'd seen it in the past. I didn't get that's to see it. That's my take on it. It was neat. Didn't really need to be there for Halloween, but that's okay. Um, Something I do want to throw out there, though, is if anybody's hearing our voices, tweet us your rankings. Yeah, Tell I'd us like what to hear. you thought about these, uh, about these mazes, about these things. Do you like that there's no terror tram? What do you think of Jurassic World and, and Harry Potter Land? Are you a fan are, of Knots or Horror Nights? Exactly. Or are you more of a Disney Halloween kind of person? Just tell us what you think about your Halloween fun. All that kind of stuff. You can tweet us uh, at JakeMoon98 and at Spencer Bennett. Yeah, right? Spencer Bennett 7. Check out our website. Uh, we got a ton of fun things coming. So just, yes, the Deconstructed Podcast Network. Yeah. Podcast Network is on its way, kids. Yeah, come hang out with us. It's yeah, going to be think, a ton uh, of fun. That's going to wrap us up, is it? All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we'll end things there. So we're out of time and out of topics. 
fun Halloween topics. Exactly. Thanks for listening uh-huh. to this episode of the Disney Deconstructed Podcast. And if you'd like to support our program, you can do that by going on the podcast service that you're currently using and giving us a thumbs up. Five stars, two mouse ears, two jack-o'-lanterns, whatever qualifies nice. is a good rating. Happy Halloween, everybody. Thanks for joining us for our spooky fun time. And make sure to check out the rest of our podcast network, the Deconstructed Podcast Network. It's brand new. We're also on Twitter. Feel free to follow us at Lane Calder, at Jake Moody 98 and at Spencer Bennett 7 You can spread the word by telling a friend about our show. Help us grow our community of Disney fanatics. Thanks for listening. We'll see you probably in a few days when we talk a little Star Wars, but that'll be TBD. Be excited about that. See you later, guys. Thanks. Writing and producing for this very spooky episode of the Disney Deconstructed Podcast was done by myself, Spencer Bennett, and my co-host, Jake Moody. Editing was done by Lane Calder. The music for our program was composed by Brandon LaBelle. The font for our logo was designed by Edward Pinkava, and our beautiful faces were drawn by the very talented Sarah Bermudez. Thanks for joining us, and have a spooky day.